Welcome to Beacon Baptist Church of Lexington, South Carolina. We trust today's podcast will be a blessing to you. I can be here tonight. Amen. <clears throat> if you have your Bibles, Second uh, Chronicles chapter 6, I have, I have a few verses I want to read to you in Second Chronicles chapter 6, uh, Psalms 90 and Psalms 132. Um, and we're going to do a little topical message tonight, if that is okay with you. Amen. But Second Chronicles chapter 6, in verse 40, we'll start reading. It says, and this is Solomon in his prayer, and he, he's ending his prayer uh, in these last few verses. It says, Now, my God, let I beseech thee, thine eyes be open, and let thine ears be attent unto the prayer that is made in this place. Now, therefore, arise, O Lord God, into thy resting place, thou, and the ark of thy strength. Let thy priest, O Lord God, be clothed with salvation, and let, the saint, let thy saints rejoice in goodness. O Lord God, turn not away the face of thine anointed. Remember the mercies of David, thy servant. Uh, Psalm uh, 90, verse 1, is another verse. Um, it says, Lord, thou hast been our dwelling place in all generations. Also, likewise, in Psalms 132, verse 8, it says, Arise, O Lord, into thy rest, thou and the ark of thy strength. Um, I want to take just a few minutes to, tonight. I see the time. I have plenty of time. But I don't know if I will take it all. Amen. But we'll see where the Lord leads us. Amen. But I want to, I want to preach to you about this uh, thought tonight. Uh, what kind of place is he to you tonight? He, he can be a lot of places, he, and I'm going to go through several of them. But I pray that this will help you. It helped me. But Lord, let's pray. Amen. Father, we're thankful for the time that you have given to us tonight to uh, come before you, Lord. And I pray, Father, Lord, that anything said tonight, Lord, will be what you would have us to say. And I pray that it will help somebody here tonight, Lord. And I pray, Father, Lord, that you'll empty us of sin. Forgive us, uh, forgive us of sin, empty us of ourself, Lord, and fill us with thy spirit. Help us to preach what only you would have us to preach, Lord. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. Uh, like I said, th those last few verses in Second uh, Chronicles chapter six, it was the end of Solomon's prayer because we know that because in, uh, in chapter seven, verse one, it says, "Now when Solomon had made an end of praying, Amen." And real easy uh, to know, but uh, and I, I, I've, I've in verse uh, forty-one. Uh, let's see. It says, into thy resting place. And that, that phrase right there, it just got me to thinking about uh, the kind of places that the Lord could be to us. And, and uh, one of the first things that come to mind is, is He is a secret place. Uh, Psalms 91 uh, reads this, and it says, He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Amen. Verse 2 says, I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God in Him will I trust. Verse 3, Surely he shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and from no pestilence. And we could go on to read in that, and that's a good uh, psalm to read. But we, uh, we see here that uh, he, 
that dwelleth in the secret place. So he can be a secret place to you. And we hear preaching about having that secret place, that secret time with the Lord. And I hope we all do. And there's a place, and that we can have that place in Christ Jesus. We can have that secret place. And we get to experience God's power, where we get to experience his protection and his goodness. Amen. And he, he that dwelleth, that word dwelleth, is to remain for a time to live as a residence. And that, I mean, we just need to dwell with him. Amen. Amen. Uh, he wants us to be. It wants. He wants it to be a permanent place. Uh, this is where he finds out all about us. Even though Christ already does know everything about us, because he is omnipotent, omniscience, and he he is those things. But this is where he finds out about us. He want. He knows the good and the bad, and he already knows it. But we may as well open up to ourselves to him and tell him about us, even though he knows he wants us to tell him. Amen. Amen. We, we may as well be an open, uh, open, open book for Him. Amen? Cause our, our, and have that fellowship with Him in our secret place. <clears throat> we ought to have a secret place with the Lord. And uh, throughout my life I had uh, always wondered how preachers, uh, they get up to preach the way they do, and they don't look at notes like I am. But um, they do it and because, because the Lord helps them. Amen? And I was wondering, how, how, how do they do that? Well, the secret place, you have to have that secret place. You need to spend time with Him. Um, they, always, they always knew what to say. All the preachers, they, every, all, everyone I listened to, they didn't never say anything wrong, uh, but they always knew what to say. And it was not, uh, I, I was given a book by a preacher friend of mine, uh, that it was called, it's called The um, Preacher in Prayer. That's a good book if uh, any preachers of y'all have it. I'm sure you've read it. If you aren't a preacher and you still, you still can read it, it's a good book. Amen. It talks about uh, where, how we need to be in prayer. Because uh, I think something in that book says uh, a message is not prayed for um, doesn't, I mean, if you're not praying for what the Lord will help you to use, then why are you going to get up in front of the people and preach it? Amen. You need to make sure you're prayed up. Uh, with him, amen. Um, psalm 63, verse 1, it says, it's a psalm of David, and, when, and it says, uh, O God, thou art my God. It says, Early will I seek thee. My soul thirsteth for thee, my flesh longeth for thee in a dry and thirsty land there, where no water is. And Luke 18, 1 also says, Man ought always to pray and not to faint. I, I encourage you uh, for all of us to seek the Lord early. Not saying you have to wake up at four or five o'clock in the morning, like some of us do. But um, the first thing that you get up out of bed, and you should, one of the first things you should do is to seek Him. If you're, if your first thing to, I forgot to start my timer. But anyway, um, if you, the first thing you do is uh, out of bed, and this is what you do, you got it wrong. We need this. This thing is, it's, it's, it's of the devil. Amen. And we need, to, uh, we need to keep our focus on Him. Amen? The first thing we need to do is to seek Him in that, in that secret place. We can have that secret place anywhere. We can be in your office if you have an office. It can be out in the woods if, uh, if that's where you want it to be. It can be on your way driving to work. It can be wherever you need it to be. The Lord will help you with it. Amen? Uh, so I encourage us all to seek Him early. And I, I know it will be a struggle because anything that we decide to do for the Lord, the devil is always going to fight us. If it's to honor Him, it's, the devils you better believe He's going to put hindrances in your way to make sure you don't do what you ought to be doing. Amen? 
Matthew 26, 41 says, Watch and pray that ye enter not into temptation. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. And our flesh is weak. Amen. But with Him we can do it. In order for us to keep ourselves from temptation, we need to watch and pray, seek His face. And, we, you, and if you do those things, you will be amazed at what God can do if we just fully surrender our life to Him. So not, not only is it, it is a secret place, but it, number two, it's a sanctified place. Hebrews 10.10 says, By the which will we are sanctified through the offering of the blood of Jesus Christ once for all. Sanctified meaning to, to be free from sin. And that's exactly what Christ did for us when He gave up His life on, cro on the cross of Calvary. Amen? He, he gave His life for ours. Now, so now, uh, what he, now when we did not be, become sanctified just because He did that. It's something that we have to look to and we have to strive to do. Amen? So, but salvation, it's a free gift. Uh, which we have to accept and to become sanctified. Amen? We have been sanctified through the body of Jesus Christ. We are made righteous through Jesus Christ, and we are accepted in Jesus Christ. All that we have today is through Him. Amen? Anything we have is because of Him. Without Christ, we have no access to God, and we are alienated from God, and are hopelessly and helplessly lost apart from Jesus Christ. Ephesians 4.18 says, Having the understanding darkened, being alienated from the life of God through the ignorance that is in them, because of the blindness of their heart. So not only is it a, a secret place and a sanctified place, but number, it's number three, it's a sacred place. Genesis chapter 2, uh, talks, uh, verse 15 through 17, is one of uh, I believe this is one of the first sacred place. It's the Garden of Eden. Amen. But it's, it, you, these verses read, and it says, And the Lord God spake the man, and put him into the Garden of Eden to dress it and to keep it. And the Lord God commanded the man, saying, Of every tree of the garden thou mayest freely eat, but of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil thou shalt not eat of it. For in the day that thou eatest, thou, therefore thou shalt surely die. <laughs> Excuse me. Hebrews 10, 19 through 25, very familiar verses. Just, I won't read them all, but it says, Having therefore, brethren, boldness to enter into the holiest by the blood of Jesus, by a new and living way which He hath consecrated for us through the veil, that is to say, His flesh. Amen. So it's a, it's a sacred place. We can, we can have that boldness to enter into that sacred place. And we can enter, enter to where He is through the blood of Jesus Christ. And, and we can come into His presence through Him. Jesus Christ has made that possible when He was obedient unto death, even the death of the cross, Philippians 2.8. Uh, without grace and without faith and without the blood, this would be impossible. Amen. Titus 3.7 says that being ju justified by His grace, Romans 5.1 says there, therefore being justified by faith, and Ephesians 2.8 says for by grace are you saved through faith. And not of yourselves, it is the gift of God. Romans 5, 9, but much more than being now justified by His blood. Romans 3, 25, whom God has set forth to be a propitiation through faith in His blood, to declare His righteousness for the remission of sins that are passed through the forbearance of God. Y'all know me, uh, and I, I have verses always, uh, we always have a bunch of verses, amen, but I would rather have verses of what God says and then uh, me just tell you what I think, and I... 
I think God uh, has more to say about it than I do. Amen. But he, it was a sacred place. And number four, we see it's a serving place. Uh, we ought to be serving, serving God and serving our church, serving others. Uh, we, mu we must have that right attitude or the motive while serving. Amen. Uh, I, too, too many times I see where uh, people serve and they seek some reward for what they're serving on this earth. And that's not how we should be serving. We should serve to uh, put our treasures up in heaven. Amen. Uh, wood, hay, and stubble, those are going to burn up at the end, at, in the, at the end. but the gold, uh, silver, and precious stone, that's what's going to stand the test of the fire. Amen? So we need to make sure we're serving with the right attitude, serving with the right, uh, just with the right attitude. Amen? Be a servant like Christ was. Philippians 2, 5 through 11, uh, it says, Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. Who, being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation, and took upon him the form of a servant, and was made in the likeness of men. And being found in fashion as a man, he humbled himself, and became obedient unto death, even the death of a cross. So we see, verse 7, he was a servant. And we see he was, a humble, he was humble as well. We need to have those attributes. Amen. Verse 9 says, Wherefore God also hath highly exalted him, and given him a name which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow, of things in heaven and things in earth and things under the earth, and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord, to the glory of God the Father. So be a servant like Christ. Amen. That's no easy task because he, I mean, he, he was the living word. Amen. John uh, 14 to... Uh, John uh, 1 tells us that, uh, but he became the Word. Amen. Like many of us, I would like to—I would like to be better than what I am. I know we all would want to be better than what uh, we are—we are at this point. I would say this: if uh, at any point in our life, if we're further away from God today than we were yesterday, we, we're backslidden away from Him. We need to confess and get those things right. Amen. We, we, we should strive to be closer to Him, not further away. Amen. Having a servant's heart mean, uh, means not only putting others' needs uh, ahead of your own, but also serving with the right motivation. We ought to be putting God's will first in our, first in our life. Reward, rewards and recognition or even gratitude cannot be our motivation. Uh, that wasn't his motivation. We found, uh, saw that in those verses. He was a servant and he humbled himself. Amen. Christ healed the sick. He washed the disciples' feet. He rose the dead. And if that was not enough, he died on a cross for our sins for the whole world. But he didn't stay dead. Amen. Amen. He was buried. He rose again on the third day. Amen. Amen. Let us not be self-centered, but God-centered. Amen. Uh, he should be the focus of our life. He should always be the main focus through anything and everything we do. Uh, like I said uh, already, but what's done for Christ will last, and everything else is going to uh, burn up. Amen? So we, we see it's a serving place. And uh, number five, we see it's a spiritual place. 1 Corinthians six nineteen says, What? Know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost, which is in you, which ye have of God, and ye are not, of, not your own? So our bodies are a temple of the Holy Ghost, and we, and we should strive to be more like Him. People, uh, excuse me again. 
But we, we, we need to keep that in mind that our body is His, and we need to give Him all of ourselves. Amen. I've said it before, from the uh, tops of our head to the soles of our feet, He needs to have each and every part of us. He needs to have our ears. He needs to have our eyes. He needs to have our tongue. He needs to have our feet. The feet so we don't go to places that we don't need to go. He needs to have our eyes so we don't see things that we don't need to see. Our ears so we don't hear the things that we don't need to hear. But in our mouth, uh, to, uh, so he has that so we don't speak things we don't need to speak, but also speak the things that he wants us to speak to the ones that he wants us to speak it to. Amen. Since our, our, our bodies are a temple of the Holy Ghost, we should strive to be more like Him. The place we come to worship here is the church. And I'm thankful for the church, the church family, where we can uh, uh, be there for each other, pray and weep and with each other and lift each other up. Uh, we would not let just anything go on in here. Amen. You wouldn't, we wouldn't let... Uh, uh, any women preachers come and stand behind the pulpit. We wouldn't let people preach out of the uh, wrong Bible. If we did, I'm sure we, as uh, the men of the church, would uh, probably take them down before the pastor would. Amen? I would, at least I would hope so. Uh, but we, uh, we will not let any kind of music go on here. We will not just uh, let just any man behind the pulpit, and we will not let any perversions of God's be preached here. So why do we think once we get saved, we can do whatever we want? That's a question I ask myself. Whatever we want, whenever and however we want. God is not pleased with us when we do not give ourselves wholly to Him. And we need to, we need to give ourselves wholly to Him. Amen. Ephesians 5.18 says, Be filled with the Spirit. We cannot do that if we are not living how He wants us to. Amen. If you're not praying, if you're not reading... If you're not studying, we're, how are we going to be closer to Him? Amen. Those are all things and tools to help us to get closer to Him. Amen. Being saved and having the Spirit dwell in us does not automatically make us spiritual. It does help us, of course, because He, is, he lives in us. Amen. And He will guide us and direct us to those things. But living a life according to the, the, this blessed old book, this King James Bible. Amen. That's what, how we need to be living, according to, that, according to the Word. Amen. Does your life match up to what the Bible says? I, I, sad to say, most of ours don't. Amen. Uh, if, you, uh, if you read throughout the Bible, there will be something in here. Hey, you've read it a million times one time. Then you read it again, the millionth and one. And then it's, the Lord speaks to you and says, hey, you need, to get, you need to get that right. Amen. I just pray that we're all... Uh, uh, that close to God where we can, uh, tell, we can tell when He's trying to tell us something. Amen. Let God control our life. Amen. He, is, he dismissed His Spirit from Himself so that the children of God could have a comforter. And I'm thankful for that. Aren't you? So we see that uh, it's a spiritual place, number five. And number six, it's a safe place. Proverbs 18.10-11 through 11 says, The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous runneth into it and is safe. The rich man's wealth is his strong city, and in high as a as in high wall is his own conceit. So we see here that the Lord is a strong tower. I mean, we're going to be safe with Him. Amen. The world we live in is unpredictable. It's broken. Uh, we see that throughout the world. We uh, I try not to watch the news. Uh, to be honest, I actually don't watch the news. The only thing I know is when people tell me, and I like to keep it that way. Um, 
be as be that what it is, that's just the way I decide to to do to live my life. Because if you watch those things, you'll become you uh, become so engrossed in those things and become negative, and that's just not how that's not how I want to be. But I'm not saying that you can't do you can't control that yourself and learn those things and be better. But than me, but Amen. Uh, if you can, then we'll go right ahead. But to have so much negative put on you, this is what I'm trying to say. If you have so much negative, it's only going to make you think in those ways. Amen. And we need to try, we need to keep our mind focused on what God wants. Amen. So, the uh, accidents can come without warning. And at times, things would seem to, uh, to very rarely go our way. But we begin to ask ourselves, how can we live a, live a life in safety and security in a world that is danger, that it seems on every corner? Everywhere you go, places you go, you see, you read or hear about people uh, with guns shooting up the place for whatever reason. I don't know what's, what's wrong with people. I don't know why someone wanted to hurt someone that bad. But the Bible says it's going to get worse before it gets better. But I'm thankful that if you're saved, you know where you're going. And we're gonna sp- we, don't have to, we won't live through that tribulation. Uh, amen. amen. Proverbs uh, 18 lays out two choices for us. Uh, eight. I got to turn there. I don't have that one written down. Amen. But Proverbs 18, let's see here. No, oh, I just went past it, and that's my fault. Amen. But uh, Proverbs 10, uh, 18, 10, it's the name of the Lord is a strong tower. We can choose to go with Him. This is what I meant, was trying to get to. Uh, we can choose to be with Him in the strong tower, or we could choose the rich man's way, or his wealth, the strong city, and we could be doing our own thing. We, there's two cho- those two choices. Amen. Um, some people seek wealth, and it only gets them so far. They believe that the money will give them the security and the peace that they're longing for. And that might as for a short time, but there's there's something about when you accept the Christ as your Savior, that peace that is on the inside. That is, if you don't know what it is, it's hard to explain. But you know, if you're saved, you you don't have you have that peace. You don't worry about things that go on in the world because you know that the Lord is in control. Amen. So uh, they believe that the money will give them security and peace that they're longing for. But they're wrong. As, as helpful as money is, we need money to live. We need money to buy things, to pay bills, to get food. But, and the Lord will help take care of those things. But we need to make sure our focus is correct. Amen. You will never have enough money to bypass death. No, no amount of money is going to have, have death leave you alone. So make sure your focus is in the right things. Amen. Where, where can we find safety in a world where death will, it will come for us all, and, unless He calls us home in the rapture? So, when, he call, when the walls of uh, wealth come tumbling down, when sickness threatens our health and death comes to claim our lives, uh, there's a strong tower, amen? There's a secure place. And, and he, it is able to withstand the uncertainties of life, and He will keep us from death, amen? The blood of Jesus has done what no amount of gold or silver could ever do. It covered the sins of the whole world. Amen. And I'm thankful for that. Number, number seven, we see it's a soothing place. Philippians 4, verses 6 through 7. Very familiar verses to us all, I would, I would hope so. 
Uh, it says, Be careful for nothing but in everything in prayer, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. And the peace of God which passeth all understanding shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. So in other words, uh, for sake of applications, we don't have, if we have Christ, then we don't have to worry about anything. We have that peace, amen? We shouldn't have to. We shouldn't. Although we do, we let our flesh get in the way and we do worry about things. But with Christ, we don't have to. The things that we do begin to worry about should be bathed in prayer. And we should take it to Him before we start talking to others about it. We should talk to Him first. Amen? Before you go witnessing to people, we should be praying about those people. So we, when we come into contact with those people, we have what the Lord wants us to say. Amen? Once we do... Uh, once we do that, we need to leave it in His hands, and He will work them out. It'll, everything will work out for His glory if we, if we fully take it to Him and commit it to Him. Amen. Oftentimes we pray and ask God to help us in certain situations, and then we try to take care of it ourselves. How many of y'all have done that? I'm sure we all have. But if we, we need to be faithful to what he, uh, we need to be faithful to take it to Him and wait on the Lord. Amen. We just need to wait. Something that a lot of us don't have is patience. Don't ever pray for patience. Because if you do, the Lord will put you through things to make you patient. Amen? But we need to have patience. Amen? We need to pray and let God do the work. Peace of God is that inner tranquility like I was speaking of just a moment ago, which God gives us to the, gives to the Christian even when there is external turmoil. When everything seems to be going against us, we still have peace, amen, in our soul. And that's a good thing. Uh, John 16.33 says, these, this Jesus speaking, it says, These things have I spoken unto you, that in, in me ye might have peace in the world ye shall have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. Amen. Jesus said, I'm telling you these things because I want you to have peace. And we are going to have tribulations in this world because we are not of this world. But he wants us to have that peace. Amen. So we see it's a soothing, a soothing place because we have that peace. And number eight, we see it's a secure place. John 10, 28 through 29, it says, And I give unto them eternal life, and they shall never perish. Neither shall any man pluck them out of my hand. My Father which gave them me is greater than all, and no man is able to, able to pluck them out of my Father's hand. I'm thankful for these verses, aren't you? I'm thankful that I'm one of His, and I'm, I hope you are thankful that you are too. Amen? And we're never going to perish. Neither shall any man pluck them out of his, my hand. I'm thankful for the assurance that He gives us that we're secure in His hand. And if that's not enough, his, the Father has, him, has us in His hand as well, that we're even more secure. Amen? So we see a shielding place, Proverbs 30, verse 5. i got a couple more and I'll be, be through. Amen? Psalms 30 verse 5, it says, Every word of God is pure, and He is a shield unto them that put their trust in Him. So He is a shield unto them that put their trust in Him. We've got to put our trust in Him. Amen? He is a shield unto them. We have, the, we have to have the faith in God to keep us safe. Ephesians 6, 16 says, Above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. It, it's a spiritual battle that we're going through in this world. We have, it's a spiritual battle. But we have, we have the Holy Spirit within us, and the power of the believer lies in the Holy Spirit. Amen. 
um, the devil does, does good about getting us to believe that we have no power, but, and we struggle in our own strength rather than relying on the Holy Spirit. We need, we need to uh, flee, uh, resist the devil and he will flee from you, the Bible says. We, so if we do that and we get back to him and seek him, he, he'll, he'll, he'll help us. Amen. Lastly, number 10, we see uh, he's a, a sustaining place, meaning to give support or relief to carry or withstand. John 14, 16 through 18 says, and I will pray the Father, this is Jesus speaking again, it says, and I will pray the Father and he shall give you another comforter that he may abide with you forever, even the spirit of truth, who is who the world cannot receive because it seeth him not, neither knoweth him, but ye know him, for he dwelleth with you and shall be in you. I will not leave you comfortless. I will come to you. It is one thing for the Spirit to dwell in you and to be in you before you got saved. How did, how did you know you were lost uh, and was in need of a Savior? That's a question I ask myself. And this, the Holy Spirit pointed you to Jesus Christ. Amen. Um, I'm trying to think of a verse, but uh, it left my mind. And at the moment you surrendered your life to Him, the Holy Spirit came to and dwell within you. Amen. So He dwells with us to bring us to Christ, and He dwells in me that I that I, that we have received Him. Amen. So I ask you, I ask this question again. So what kind of place is He to you to you tonight? Is He one of those places? He, whatever whatever you need Him to be, He'll be it for you. Amen. And I'm thankful for that. He's a secret place. He's a sanctified, it's a sanctified place, it's a sacred place, it's a serving place, it's a spiritual place, a safe place, a soothing place, a secure place, a shielding place, and a sustaining place. There's a song that comes to mind, and I'll close with this, and I'll let Brother uh, Lewis come and close us out in prayer. But the song goes, uh, I'll pray for me as I try to sing it, but you have longed for sweet peace. And for faith to increase, and have earnestly, fervently prayed. But you cannot have rest, or be perfectly blessed, until all on the altar is laid. Is your all on the altar of sacrifice laid? Your heart does the Spirit control. You can only be blessed and have peace and sweet rest as you yield Him your body and soul. I know I didn't sing it exactly right because sometimes it's hard for me without the music or the melody. But I, I pray that he's one of those places for you tonight. Amen. Amen. Thank you for making us part of your day. We would love to hear from you. Please find us on Facebook or at our website, bbclexington.com. <laughs>